Welcome to the Memorable Experiences Podcast. I'm your host, Jen Hubler, hospitality extraordinaire. My husband, Jeff Hubler, is a retired restaurateur who is all about the business. Together, we will bring you hospitality tips, business advice, and interviews with incredible people in the hospitality industry. We hope you find actionable items in our podcast to level up your guest experience and increase your bottom line. Let's dive into today's topic. What's up, everybody? How's it going? It's Jen in Steamboat. It has been a hot minute, but we are back and ready for action. Welcome to the Memorable Experiences Hospitality Podcast. So this summer, Jeff and I went to Italy for a few weeks, which was amazing on so many levels. We just had the best time. We obviously ate and drank our way through the med. Uh, Not a bad place to eat and drink your way through, right? So one of the things I noticed is that everywhere we went in Italy, we had just an exceptional level of service. I mean, so high end. Every single server connected with us, really wanted to know us, really wanted to provide exceptional service and make sure we got the best food and the best wine and just whatever we wanted, they made it happen. And not in a like, oh, the customer is always right kind of way, but in a they genuinely cared and were passionate about the food and the wines that they were serving kind of way. And I have to say, Um, We ate at one million beautiful, amazing places and one really terrible place. And even at this terrible place, which I still cannot believe we got dragged to, literally we got dragged on like a 25-minute walk through downtown Rome past every single beautiful restaurant that we could have possibly experienced and wound up eating at this place that was just so bad. I mean, this place was awful. I haven't experienced food so terrible in a really long time. Um, obviously that was a one in a million, but it was honestly God awful. And even during this God awful experience, like where the food was just so gross, the service was still amazing. And this server was hustling. He was so kind. He was really working hard to make things right, even though the food was awful. I'm pretty sure he actually called the owner in to help him, which is a separate conversation for another time. But even when the food sucked, the service was amazing. So this has just led me to start thinking, what makes the service here across the board so much better? Like, why? I'm sure there are a bunch of different cultural reasons that we could talk about. But one of the things that really stuck out to me is just the idea that in Italy and in other countries around the world, Being a server is a professional career where you are paid a salary, just like any other job, right? Tips are appreciated, but it's not like you're just living off the tips. So what makes a professional server and why is that so different over there? I have so many friends who are professional servers who are amazing at their jobs. And in that same restaurant, there are like high school or college kids just messing around or kids in their young 20s just farting around, kind of ruining it for everybody or at least for their sections. But one of the things that we hear so much from general managers, owners, managers of restaurants is that employee retention and finding good people is a primary source of stress in their business, which I totally understand. Hiring new people sucks. Training new people sucks. Just going through that whole process, it's exhausting. It's draining. It's hard for the person training. It's hard for the person learning. How do you know you really picked someone who was a good fit? I mean, it's just really tough in our current environment to constantly be hiring and training, which unfortunately is what a lot of people have to do. 
So that just led me to think, what are the things that my career server friends and career bartender friends have that others don't? And one of the things that comes to mind is that the places with the truly career servers and bartenders are obviously the best places to work, like bar none, at least where I live. And what I mean by that is a few things. So first, everyone who's there, or at least 90%, are professional. So that means they're showing up on time, they're dressed, they're ready to go, they know they're stepping onto stage, right? They're rested, they've drank water that day, they had a good workout. These are not the types of people who are arriving that have been partying all day and, you know, maybe show up a little drunk or a little high or whatever. These places also are not the types of places that promote shifters or doing shots during work or any of that stuff. Professional environments breed more professional servers and attract those types of people to that establishment. I actually this winter worked at an amazing restaurant here in town where I could not believe it, but a substantial amount of the employees there in this very high-end restaurant selling tons of wine and cocktails were actually sober. None of them drank. Isn't that wild? And they're there earning crazy money like I just can't even explain. It's amazing. But it's a professional environment where people are not encouraged to be, you know, coming in drunk or doing shots during work or having shifters sitting at the bar. Like people are just not doing that at this restaurant. And I think that's part of the reason why it attracts such high end servers. The other thing to kind of chat about here is are you, as a restaurant general manager, owner, manager, making your place? an environment where someone can come be a professional. So not only discouraging these negative behaviors like drinking, smoking, whatever drugs, doing shots during work, hanging out at the bar and getting crazy with your customers after, but are you doing the same things? Are you offering the same things that other traditional careers offer? What do I mean by that? So what I'm saying is, does your restaurant offer paid time off? If someone has been working for you for a substantial amount of time in a full-time capacity, you know, 32 hours or whatever more a week, are you offering them paid vacation? Why wouldn't you? Don't you want them to stick around and to be happy in their job and to not have to scramble to get shifts covered if they want to go to their sister's wedding or their grandparents' funeral or if they just want to bust out and go to the beach for a few weeks. And of course, there's a difference between, you know, closing down for a season or a couple of weeks during a season. Obviously, you're not going to offer paid time off during that time. But, you know, in a year-round business or in a business that's mostly year-round where someone is working year-round hours, Give your servers, your bartenders, your full-time employees the opportunity to take vacations. Make it a professional environment. They could go get a job as an administrative assistant and project management and like literally anything else and get paid time off. So if you're not doing that and you're a restaurant general manager, owner manager, it's something you definitely need to look at. The next big thing I wanted to talk about is health insurance. So health insurance is super controversial, I get it, whatever, but are you offering health insurance for your employees? Again, your full-time employees. This is something that most businesses offer their people. 
why would you want to lose an amazing server to any other job only over health insurance? It's just not worth it. It's not worth the headache of finding someone new, training someone new, having them maybe work out or maybe not, when you could just simply offer health insurance to your full-time employees. Give them this benefit that makes them feel appreciated and valued and protected. And maybe you can't offer health insurance quite yet, but help your servers, your bartenders find accident plans, like those all state insurance plans, right? Help them connect to the resources they need so that they feel supported in their full-time role. It's going to make them happier. It's going to make them want to stay. Another thing to think about, and this is becoming a law in a lot of places, I know it is in Colorado, but is uh, parental leave. So if you're having a baby or if your wife or girlfriend or whatever is having a baby, do you get paid time off or just time off where you don't risk losing your job to care for your new child and your spouse? This is super important. We see this all the time, and it's not worth, again, losing someone who wants to come back because they don't get a couple of weeks off with their new baby or with their spouse who's having a baby. It's just something you need to look at and consider. Finally, we sort of touched on this at the beginning, but what is your culture like in your restaurant? And I get it. There are definitely some dives that are crazy, whatever, but most restaurants want to attract the type of clientele who are going to pay for the beautiful food and the service that they have. If you are a restaurant that's anything other than a dive bar, pretty much, you need to take a really good look at your culture in your restaurant. What are you allowing to happen? Are you allowing partying and drinking during dinner shifts? Are you allowing shots during your shifts? Are your servers and bartenders clocking out and sitting at the bar in their uniform partying with the guests? You know, what is the kitchen staff doing? Is your kitchen like clean as a whistle, sober, having a great shift, rocking out to music together, having fun? Or are they back there like doing coke and drinking and just barely getting through a service? Take a good hard look at what you are allowing and what you're not allowing in your restaurant. I promise you, the more professional the environment you create, the more better people you will keep year round. You will attract the best talent, the best servers, the people who are doing this as a career because they know that that's an environment they can be successful in. It is really hard to be a successful career server if you can't count on your kitchen putting out food because they're high or drunk. It is really hard to be a career professional server if you can't count on your bar working or producing cocktails in the right time frame or whatever because they're busy drinking and partying with your guests. Create a professional environment and expect nothing less. That doesn't mean don't have fun. That doesn't mean like don't be buddies or, you know, and friends on the job, whatever. You should be really good friends or hopefully there's some good friends uh, in your team and people feel like they can come together as a team and there's no drama and all that good stuff. And that's an episode for another time. But what culture are you creating for the people who are earning you the most money? The people who don't turn over, the people who sell the most, the people who bring their friends who also kill it for you. What kind of culture are you creating and allowing for these people to really thrive in your restaurant? So just something to take a really good hard look at. 
I know many years ago, I worked at an amazing restaurant where I made killer money. We all made killer money, honestly. It was an incredible experience working there. Um, And there was one bartender who we all loved who would just get shit-faced. And for years, the managers like let this slide because he was the bar manager and he did a pretty good job and all the guests loved him and whatever. But like it got messy and it got bad and something awful ended up happening and that was why he got let go. But that could have gotten nipped in the bud so much sooner if the management had just dealt with his bad behavior, right? If they if he had been punished or given consequences for repeatedly doing what we or the managers, not we, the servers, but what the management and the owners had asked him to stop doing. And rather than giving him consequences, they just kept letting it slide because he was like a good bartender. But you know what? There are a lot of great bartenders looking for opportunities where they can be professionals, where they're going to show up ready to rock, right? Game faces on, dressed, hair done, makeup done, if, you know, for the ladies, whatever, looking good for the guys, shit, you know, shaved or beard trimmed and just ready to go on stage and to crush it behind the bar. And they do not want to be in those environments. So who are you attracting? What is the culture you're creating? And who does that bring in? So kind of reflecting and to bring this all together, I really think that part of the reason the service in Italy is so incredible everywhere you go, even when the food sucks, like in that one place, which was literally a one in a million. The food in Italy is amazing. Don't get me wrong. But that one restaurant was so bad. But the reason the service is so good is because they're treated like career servers, right? They're connecting with their guests. They're showing up ready to work. They're dressed. They look good. They're on stage and they know it and they know everything about their menus. So again, that's another conversation for another time, but they are treated like professionals. They are paid like professionals and working as a server in Italy is the same I mean, is working in a bank. It's a real job that people aspire to. Often being a server in Italy and in other European countries is something like passed down, right? Your parent was a server there. You're a server there. You know everything. You know where all the food is coming from. You know all the ingredients. You know the best ways things are done. Like these guys just have it next level. And they are true professionals. And reflecting on that, what can we do to accommodate and attract and create more professional career servers in America, I think we can give them a professional career environment. And that means offering benefits like other careers, like paid time off, health insurance, parental leave, other things, right, that I'm sure you can come up with. And it also means having a culture where people like that can thrive and succeed and where they want to be. Don't make it an obstacle for someone who's going to crush it and make you a ton of money in your restaurant to come to work for you because the culture of your restaurant sucks. Elevate the culture, elevate the service, and watch your bottom line grow. All right. I think that's it for my rant today. Uh, If you have any questions, don't hesitate to reach out to me in my DMs. I'm at jen.hubler on Instagram. And hey, if you haven't signed up for our newsletter yet on memorableexperienceshospitality.com, you got to do it. We are sending out some awesome stuff every week. We're talking about great restaurants you went to, amazing service we had, mindset tidbits, all sorts of great things. So if you haven't signed up for our newsletter yet, go ahead, head to memorableexperienceshospitality.com 
www.ebeyondbeyond.com. Scroll all the way down and throw your info in there so you can get signed up for our next one. Hope everyone's having a great day. Wishing you an amazing rest of your week and weekend, and I hope you all crush it. Until next time. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Memorable Experiences Hospitality. We are so glad you were here. If you have a moment, it would mean the world to us if you could go on and leave a quick review wherever you listen to podcasts. You can always find us on the socials at jen.wzsjd or on our website, memorableexperienceshospitality.com. If you have any questions about anything hospitality or restaurant related, do not hesitate to shoot us a note. We can't wait to hear from you and we look forward to working with you soon.